The reality is, is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Tracy Newman. My presence is a gift, so remember the thank you note. Lily. Some people say I'm too much, but she's just starting. Marl Farsi. Reading is fundamental, and in Farsi, the reads are monumental. Tracy Masters. When you're the master of your own destiny, no one can take you down. Amanda Agosti. Some Amandas are tech spots, but this Amanda is as real as it gets. Ade Ade Dokun. It may look like I'm stirring the pot, but actually I'm just smoking it. Paula Bretrude. If you think I'm a bitch, you're probably right, and you probably deserved it. Lola Del Rio. Whatever Lola wants, Lola gets, and I get it all. Naveen Jonathan. I'll give you the shirt off my back, and also my unsolicited opinion. Jada. People are intimidated by my great success and my great ass. Deepa Kanapoli. Some people say I have secrets, but at least they're not federal indictments. Hadil Ibrahim. Some things are too hot to handle, like me and the tea I spill. Srinidhi Subramaniam. I have four degrees, eight syllables, and zero Fs to give. Shannon Anthony. There's no fun in moderation, but there's plenty of shade. Brianna Tooney. Some people strive for perfection, but I'm already there. Rita Ryan. Don't be fooled by my Midwest charm, because I'm nobody's fool. And finally, Beth Bayer. The secret to my success is staying out of your BS. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everyone. Wait, am I allowed to talk? Yeah, you can talk. We don't <laughs> oh, have like I'm a nervous. formal... Hello. Hi. Um, so Arthi had, you know what, you know what's going on with Arthi? Okay. She's first of all in another country. Secondly, she's in a, on the other side of the world. Third, she's working and she's dealing with her family and she is trying to record with me at like seven in the morning, her time. Uh, seven in the morning, her time. Yes. So which is what here, which is like 8 PM here. Oh. And um, it's a lot. And so yeah. she and it, and she's coming back next week. So um, she's like trying to spend the last week of her time in India with like her family and all that. So I was like, you know what? Take the week off. Not that she has to do anything, which I know she's listening to this. Not that she has to do anything. She just has to hop on. But I'm giving you're her such a, you're off. such a nice boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm insufferable. So anyway, Tom Hamlet is on the podcast today. My favorite dumpster diva. Oh, kids will be happy to hear that. Um, My second favorite dumpster diva. (laughs) Hi, happy to be here. It's been a minute since I've been on this this here pod. I know. I did harass you guys literally all summer last year to get on. I know. I have more time now to record on things, but there was a period of time where it was like work was crazy, and I don't know how people do it having a job and and do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy that you're on today. We're going to talk about rehearsals of Orange County and Jersey and Miami. I should have made a martini with a twist with ice on the side just for this <laughs> chat. 
<laughs> in honor of Heather's mom. Yeah, she seems like a lot, but exactly the kind of parent I would think that Heather would have. Yeah, it, it's wild we've never seen her before. Yeah, or maybe we have and we just like didn't notice, but I feel like she's the kind of woman that- No, we would have remembered because <laughs> yeah. she would have made some sort of fancy pants order and again, and Tamara or Vicky would have made a comment. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But before we get into those, so, you know, we always ask everyone who their problematic favorite is and you did say Ramona when you were first on. Oh my God, did I say that? You did. Oh God, that was before I, but that was before I had seen Roni last season. Of course, of course, listen. I think honestly, now, now, now I, I get, I mean, like, I feel like before, before that season of New York, a lot of people probably said. Of Ramona. course, yeah, most She's people so, did. So entertaining. So entertaining. So I'm giving you an opportunity to update your records. Let the record show who is your new person now that New York is basically rest in peace. I don't know what the fuck is happening in New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my problematic fave is either um, is either Lisa Barlow <laughs> or God, part of me wants to, part of me wants to say Miriam Cosby just to like stir up <laughs> some drama because the like I, I think I think about her often because I'm like, God, she's so funny and she's so mm-hmm. watchable. Mm-hmm. And she's she's she she is the most problematic fave, probably more than Lisa, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I like Lisa Barlow more. So I'll, I'll go with Lisa. Yeah. I think Lisa that's great. Is, those are great answers. Lisa, it, both of them are are extremely watchable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They also like don't drive me crazy. You know, well, Mary does drive me crazy because like you because I try to root for her and then she does like something racist and then I try to root for her and then um, it comes <laughs> out that she's you know, runs a cult and then you try and root for her and <laughs> like you really, really want everything for her, but she doesn't want it for herself. Yeah, that's true. Lisa Barlow to us feels like old, like classic Ramona where like she does things and it's so blatantly transparent what she's trying to do right. but then she'll like come in with like a half-ass apology but like the apology is really just to like make herself look better but she doesn't really care about the other person's feelings no doesn't care she's like if ramona and lisa vanderpump had a baby oh my god because perfect because the, she has the lisa in her that she's like thinks she's queen always driving storyline all that stuff so yeah and her voices, I mean, I hate to use that word, but nobody on Bravo sounds like Lisa Barlow. So for that, I will say she is iconic in her voice. And yes, her, like, her timbre is iconic. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. There's nobody else who talks like her. Also, when she talks um, or when somebody is talking to her, all she does is blinks. So I'm like, you're not listening. No, she doesn't listen. She never listens. No, not at all. Not at all. It's like, it's like when Ramona squints at you, it's like, you know, you're not really yeah. listening. You're just... <laughs> Yeah. So um, on Real Houses of Orange County, we had Shannon hosting a wacky dinner party and cookie le- cooking lesson. And they, they um, have nothing to do. They can't <laughs> seem to figure out what to do these okay. days. Okay. Hold your thoughts. Oh, sorry. And, and Heather and Gina visit the great state of New York. Now, Tom, would you rather fly private, but you have to visit colleges with Heather 
or attend Shannon Bedore's dinner where you do have to disrobe and get into a pool at the end of the night. Honestly, that's tough for me because I have a very, I'm, I'm very anti-private plane. Mm-hmm. Not, not even out of like. The, okay, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> no, not even out of um, global warming, out of yeah. crashing. Oh, fear, fear-based hatred. I was just like, if my chances are higher to die in this vehicle than this one, and I have the money for this one, why not buy the most expensive seat on a commercial airline and know that I'm not going to die? My like, yeah, like my true. chances of dying is one in a million. My chances of dying on a private plane is like one in, in a thousand. Yeah, I think the PJ, um, the whole thing with the PJ is the the no need to go through airport hustle and sure. bustle. Well, yeah, and, and I think there's, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. The yeah. whole, you can literally like leave whenever you want. You yeah. can like take your shoes off. <laughs> you I mean, can people still do that on the plane. Not worry. Yeah, I know. But you, <laughs> you cannot worry about who's using the restroom mm-hmm. and you can use your phone. Mm-hmm. There's Wi-Fi I, that you don't have to pay. They're not behind a paywall. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I just don't mm-hmm. want to die. Yeah. And I'm not even scared of flying. I just like, you're like, oh, another private plane crashed. It's like, well, why do we keep doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I would. So I I would pick dinner, but you would pick dinner. Okay. Yeah. I need to stand strong in my stance. I mean, I would love to fly first class uh, and go with Heather. Cause I actually, I, I would love to go like back to a college town and just like hang out. That sounds fun. Like go to fun bars and like, do college shit for a night yeah I guess with some I mean, girlfriends maybe yeah I, I live so close to Rutgers that like mm. it kind of we have like um a couple of colleges Rutgers? nearby I did yeah mm. and we have like a couple of colleges nearby so I mean all of New Jersey is a college town let me be honest with you that's I, really I, yeah it <laughs> the is. entire the entire state has a frat like quality to it it's rails and then also a college town. It's one, of, <laughs> yeah, it's one of the other. Exactly. Rails is like where all the rich sororities go to eat dinner. And then the rest of it is just like a diner, a dive bar that we all just exist in next to a frat house. Is Do kids go to rails? It's like a nice, it's like an expensive dinner spot. I've seen children at rails. Yes. I wouldn't ever like take my homecoming? children to rails. Oh, like you're talking about like teenagers. Yeah. Like does anyone do their homecoming dinner at rails? I don't know, but I it feels seen... like something that would happen, kind of. Well, I, I'm going to sound like the oldest person in the world, but I don't know what teenagers look like anymore. So I don't, I don't know if that person, if people that I've seen are just like 22 or if they're 17. You know? Yeah, no, I know looks what you mean. About 40. <laughs> yeah, I just assume everyone's 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're probably around that age. I know. Yeah. And then that's why I'm like shocked when they're like, I'm 20. I'm like, all right, well, that's that. Um, I would, would you eat Shannon's food? Yeah, I think she's probably a good cook. You think so? Yeah, I definitely think she can cook. How do you think about the seasoning? I mean, she only put like a teaspoon of oregano in something. One teaspoon of oregano? What the fuck is that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like <laughs> Well, first of all, the crock pot thing was so weird to me. Like, why are we making two dinners? One is this you're just going to throw away. Like, no one's going to take that home. And no one's retaining this. No, no, not a single person. In crock pot cooking, that's not teaching someone how to cook. Because it's, and I love a crock pot meal. I'm just saying, like, that's, you literally empty ingredients into a bucket and turn and press a button. It says on (laughs) 
like, no cooking no, involved. Like I used to make salsa chicken all the time. You literally take a can of salsa and raw chicken and you just turn it on. Okay. That's it. I and love it, that, by delicious. the way. So good. Do you put some cheese on top of it? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I usually throw some, and then sometimes I'll, I, well, I don't eat meat anymore, but I would throw like black beans in it too. Mm, yum. And now you would you eat that with like day. a, would you eat it with like a spoon, a, a chip or over rice? I put usually it in a burrito. would put it in a tortilla. <sighs> As, as the Texans say. You know what? I think I'm going to make that, except I'm just going to do it stovetop today. Because I have, like, chicken defrosting, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Well, I guess you can do it stovetop, but, like, yes, it's yeah. nice when it cooks for, like, six hours. Because it's, like, the chicken literally is, like, a little string. Mm, so good. Yum. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> Same. I just got so hungry. <laughs> almost dinner time. Um, yeah, no, Shannon's food. It was just so funny. Cause she had like multiple crock pots out. Like I didn't understand. It's, it almost felt like Shannon told the producers, call the girls over. We're going to do a cooking thing. I get to talk about the food that I'm making. Cause she does have like a food line, I guess. Yeah. And which she girls... doesn't make that food though. That's the, she has no, like no. the cream cheese filled fish. <laughs> Salmon. No, <laughs> I have an issue with cheese and fish most of the time. Yeah, of course. Most people do. It's weird. Like it's... I, 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 when people get sushi rolls with cream cheese in it and then dip it in spicy mayo, I, <gasps> but the fish is raw. I'm like, y'all no. Yeah. This is why everybody hates America because they do dumb shit. Like right. this. you, <laughs> you literally just ruined it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like the idea of taking like such a beautiful Japanese cuisine and like tradition and then we're like but let's like put cream cheese in it <laughs> like do you have philadelphia like no that is gross i can't handle it yeah. and if you and, and here's the thing if, if you're like i love sushi and that's your you don't love, you don't love sushi Mm-mm. you no. like you like cream cheese fish rolls yeah exactly <laughs> you want rice with cream cheese that's yeah, what you really want because that, that's mostly what you're tasting good to me <laughs> no it's disgusting no um but back to Shannon's crockpots. Um, I think that she told producers, I want to do this thing. She Because she had a couple of crockpots and it looked like she had some sort of stations. But it just seemed like all the girls were like, especially as soon as Emily walked in and was like, no, bitch, I'm not putting on a hairnet. The other girls were like, we're not doing this either. I think they all kind of looked at Shannon like, this is ridiculous. And Shannon seems like the kind of person who's like, going to just change her plan to do whatever it is that makes people like her a little bit more. So then she just decided to be like wacky Shannon, which I yeah. support. Yeah, I, I I agree. I actually do think the idea on paper of a cooking class is cute, but it's I don't want to go to a crock pot cooking class. Uh, well, because it's not cooking again. It's a crock pot class. It's a yeah, plug no. and press button class. And honestly, if I'm getting, I like to cook, but if I'm getting all dolled up, I don't, I don't want to touch raw chicken either. No, not at all. And then the, the, like, the splatter of the, the salmonella. No, 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 I don't want it. <laughs> no. Oh my God. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> also, again, it's not cooking. Not cooking. No. It's button pressing is what it is it is that do you think that um jen undercooked the shrimp or do you think noella was being dramatic she was definitely being dramatic because it is truly near impossible to undercook shrimp because shrimp cooks in one minute like yeah especially on a grill like it's literally there for a second and you take it off yeah it's impossible to overcook shrimp what are your thoughts about noella in general you know she 
jokes on all of them because she will get asked back on those television programs. Hundred percent, as she should. They, I, she's a star. I don't think she's fun or funny, <laughs> but she's no. a star. Yeah, <laughs> like she's literally she was created in, in the facility that created Housewives. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> full on like Powerpuff Girls, like mix a little bit of this and that and we have like it she is perfect for the show yeah i imagine like real friendship for sure i imagine like a lab where they have like a crystal and it's in like the center of like several like dishes Mm -hmm. and then there's like streams of tvs around the crystal and it's just every single housewives episode ever playing on these various tvs and the power of that is seeping into the crystal and then there's a light that shines and then the crystal shoots it into a test tube and from that test tube emerges noella yeah i i think you you really put the nail on the head you described it perfectly (laughs) that's exactly how she was birthed that woman didn't have birth her no i don't know who that lady is no that's an actor (laughs) there's nothing sadder than in her like title card just seeing that old woman just (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think little dog Rihanna is like around there somewhere. The dog is there, but like it's just so funny. She's like, hey, it's me, mom. <laughs> she has no one because sweet James wasn't so sweet, and we aren't <laughs> legally allowed to show the child anymore because of the divorce. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> it's dark. It's, <laughs> it's so dark. We're laughing about it. Um, yeah, I think Noella is a star. I think she should be on the show. And I think OC does well when you have like a, a wild card because OC is usually these like uppity women who don't have a lot going on, but like get petty with each other. And then you just have somebody else in the middle who's like, let me tell you about a stack of vaginas. Yeah. no, And also OC t- leans usually towards super conservative and yeah. in a lot of different ways, but especially in like the vulgarity department so it's fun Mm -hmm. to have someone who's like sex positive i you said sex positive and all i could think of was that one bachelorette season you made me watch (laughs) oh god i don't (laughs) even remember what happened (gasps) oh god katie and she was like i'm so sex positive it's like that sex positive does not a personality make (laughs) and actually (laughs) noella noella could take that feedback as well (laughs) yeah yeah Exactly. Exactly. Um, also in the episode, she said something about like, oh, cooking. I think of cooking like blowjobs. Like, yeah, I could do it, but I'm not enjoying it. I'm like, I don't know, Noella, you seem like someone who'd love to suck dick. And I'm not saying that in like a slut shamey way, but she seems like she'd be like great at it and would be like eager to do it. Yeah. Maybe she is famously bisexual though. That's true. Maybe she doesn't like to suck dick. I like sucking dick. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, so do you think Shannon would do well on a show like the Food Network? Actually, wait, let me ask you, what do you think about Shannon Bedore? I don't think I know your thoughts on Shannon Bedore. What do you think about the Food Network? I thought that was going to be the question. <laughs> Shannon. I know this is a podcast about Bravo, but let's talk about the Food Network for a minute. First of all, I love the Food Network, but yeah. I don't really participate in the Food Network, but um, Shannon, you know, I don't know. I think I'd miss her if she was gone, but I don't want her when she's here. I think that's (laughs) like, I think that's kind of her lot in life. 
<laughs> oh, poor thing. I just, my biggest thing with Shannon that pisses me off is there are so many women in this world that wish they looked like her, like yeah. physically. And like, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. doesn't, and we, we, of course we all are this way. Like don't view yeah. ourselves in the same way that others view us. But I just wish she had a gay in her life that would like tell her what the right hairstyles are what the right clothes are because like she's never going to be back where like from a weight perspective where she was when she first came on the show Mm -hmm. because that was unhealthy like she was extremely unhealthy with how thin she was and like but she I feel like I she makes me sad when she like just talks so openly about I'm fat I'm fat I'm I'm like Mm -hmm. I can't wear it's like you have a man now that like loves and takes care of you you have a beautiful family you have you finally have a stream of income that that is not related to a man Mm -hmm. like and there'll be brief moments where she looks good Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like one in a one in ten times like she she just shows up places dressing like her old self and it's like yeah no like you need like a little reinvention of like who you are I don't know I just, yeah. she frustrates me because like, she just is so self-deprecating, but it's not funny. Mm. I love her self-deprecation because I see myself in Shannon. I feel like I have the confidence of Shannon Bedore. So I get it. <laughs> no, uh- <laughs> I feel like you're more confident than Shannon. <laughs> um, Shannon, did you watch um, Project Runway? You did this yeah. season yeah. and the episode with like Shannon and Bones. Yeah, so Bones. Bones- yeah. Bones put Shannon's hair in a high ponytail and sweet Shannon for like the first, like, I don't know, half of the season was showing up to every single gathering with her high pony because I think like, I think it looks good that way. It does. And I think Bones is like probably the first gay she really has in her life who was like, Miss Shannon, let's like get you cute. You know, it's a, it's apparent she doesn't have gay people in her life. (laughs) Not a single one. You can None. tell. You can tell walking down the street. Like, you know, gays, you don't. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's like another level of like a different type of gaydar. Right. Like, are you are you gay friendly? Like, yeah. <laughs> are you gay adjacent? Like, everyone's got to go to a gay bar at some point. Go to a drag brunch. You all got to do these things. So you like yeah. understand and see the world. Like, I want to see her. Like, I feel like she's well, she did dress like Brett around- Mar- Michaels. She did. She did. But I feel like yeah. she's uncomfortable around gay people. Oh, you think so? I don't know. Like a Lydia? Not as bad as that. That was, that was wild. (laughs) I can't believe Bravo was like, let's give this homophobe a platform. Like what is so, there is nothing scary or like what's scary, scary about a drag queen? Nothing. Literally nothing. They spark joy. Adorable. They read books to kids over here. So it's lovely. Oh, do, do, do your boys have, have had, have had drag reading? They haven't had that experience, but they do in Montclair, which is like Mm -hmm. the town over. Um, they do, uh, drag book reading. I should take them to that one day. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. You go there and it's like me and I'm like, Hey, (laughs) the, in like a really bad wig and like eyelashes hanging off. I'm like, and your beard. Yeah. And my beard. And I'm like, the cat in the hat had a hat. (laughs) <laughs> great reading Tom. <laughs> uh so what are you thinking about just like oc in general what did you think about this episode well are we gonna talk about heather's mom or oh yeah we can let's do it tell me about I mean, heather's mom i mean heather's mom 
was shocking. It was shocking to see Heather like embarrassed by someone's hoity toitiness. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the perpetual state that she lives in mm-hmm. is her mom's place. So, <laughs> and it's clear there's some darkness there. So dark. Because she kind of skates over some things and she's like, we don't have, there's not n- nearly enough time to like go into like what's our issue. I just, yeah. I think that she is like a bit of a sociopath and Heather is like trying her hardest not to turn into her. Yeah. Heather is annoying, but she, you can tell Heather is a good person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like she's a great mom. She is so the best. She's not, I'm, I'm sure she's had to learn, but like, it doesn't appear with her kids, like dealing with their sexuality that she comes across as someone who's like adapting to the new world. Like she's like, mm-hmm. it's so easy and effortless for her to be like, my daughter is bi. Like my mm-hmm. daughter, like, it's not, it's not like, she's learning about it. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, even my parents who are so supportive of my lifestyle, like had, or supportive of just who I am as a human being, um, had like trouble in the beginning, not with me being gay, but like with them having to like learn about like what this meant for them. And I'm like, it just doesn't mean anything. And it doesn't mean anything for you. Like, it's literally just, you just learned something new about me. And it's, it's refreshing to see her be so just like, it's so easy for her mm-hmm. to have, to be a parent to multiple uh, children in the community. First of all, so many kids. Too many kids. Too many kids <laughs> in that super house. So many children. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I pretty much talk all the time about like how Heather's just the best parent, I think on Bravo, like one of the best parents on Bravo. I and, agree. and I don't know if it's fake or whatever, but the way that I can always tell is that the kids seem lovely. Like even Max yes. and Nick, just like, sh- like sharing glances and just looking at each other and just like rolling their eyes at their grandmother. And just like, even when they're at like Syracuse, they said something like, oh yeah, we can ask grandma about that and like kind of roll their eyes. Like they just, they seem like they're in on the, our mom is a little wacky, but our grandmother is way wackier. So we love our mom. Thing, yeah, you know? I, I agree. And some, I don't know what their secret is because like Heather and Terry are so gaudy and it's like somehow they've created the most grounded, like not stuffy children. Yeah. I don't know what it is either. I like, think... I don't know how they were able to do that because Think about like someone like Avery Singer, for instance, and Ramona has probably like a like a quarter of the money that Heather does. I think it is because Heather is just so rich, whereas I don't know how rich Ramona really is. Like, I I wonder if it's because Heather's kids probably grew up grew up around other kids that were equally as rich or just like, you know, just as fancy, whereas I feel like Avery probably grew up in New York City not actually being the richest kid, but being the kid of a parent who is like a reality TV star. Like, I don't, I can imagine that creating some sort of like a complex, whereas maybe Heather's kids don't have that because like, they're like, oh, your mom is an actress and your dad is a doctor. Like that's probably not that uncommon in OC or that's true. Yeah. 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 That's true. I constantly think about Ramona at that dinner with all the girls and she's like, (laughs) she's like I just love you girls oh my god 
I have a friend who has a mom who is not like Ramona, but is just always like, whenever we see her, she's always trying to hang out with us. And we're like now in, you know, our late thirties and we're like, we got to get your mom out of here. Like she cannot hang out with us. (laughs) She's always like, you know, if like somebody talks about, we're like us close friends. We've been friends for like 20 years talking about like shit from college or whatever. She'll like jump in there and like try to share a story. And we're like, ma'am, you need to leave. So that's always the most embarrassing. I just don't imagine Heather ever being like that. I do imagine Shannon being that kind of a mom. Absolutely. (laughs) Those girls hate her. Yeah. (laughs) Any other thoughts about OC before we go over to New Jersey? Um, No. Okay, great. Now, um, in New Jersey, we had this stupid Gorga siblings continue on their bullshit. Like you don't have my back loyalty, nonsense fight. So annoying. Jennifer has a heart to heart with her daughter about Bill's affair. And she like bonds with Dolores. That was wild. mm -hmm. And then the husbands of New Jersey go to get drinks, which ends in Bill kind of getting into it with your fave. Evan Goldschneider. Wasn't he so hot standing up? Can I say him? something? What? Okay, so it's watching Evan today and brace yourself, Tom. I think he kind of looks like you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, to the listeners, I just put, whipped my hair behind my head. <laughs> my my the hair that hangs down to my ass. I just whipped it back behind my head. <laughs> Thank you so thank you so much. That's so kind. I actually felt like you were you were starting it, and I thought that you were gonna, gonna say that, and I started looking at myself, being like, "Is she really gonna say that?" No, I don't. Look <laughs> so you thought it before? No, never. I actually never <laughs> get. I never get like you look like so and so's. Because Evan is very handsome, but he has this like sweet cherub cuteness to him. Mm-hmm. which is I think also very much in your face too thank you so much thank you <laughs> you really made my weekend we're done with the episode it's yeah, over we can, bye we can wrap on that you can follow me at the <laughs> time Hamlet on socials don't say pod rate review subscribe to this podcast all the podcasts you love <laughs> out okay what do you think about besides the fact that you think Evan is the best um what do you think about this tension of like jennifer versus everyone which is now turning into like bill versus joe and now evan versus bill like what do you think about all this well bill's a punk ass bitch because he should have (laughs) stood up for his fucking wife i'm sorry yeah if someone was coming at me there's no way in hell my partner brian would not literally get so angry Mm mm-hmm I got into an altercation at the airport, which I'm not very proud. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, Tom. Physical, verbal, and or verbal. Both. Verbal, okay. physical. Come on. I know I'm from Jersey, but it's not that bad. You went to um, Rutgers after all. I did. I did. <laughs> um, I, we were, it was a horrific flight when we went to California a couple of weeks ago. We missed our flight because the goddamn line at Newark airport at security was like two hours long. And despite being at the airport two hours early, we got to the gate 10 minutes before the flight takeoff time. And they wouldn't let us in because they were like the gates closed. And of course it was JetBlue and the JetBlue Newark airport air terminal is just like, just horseshit. Nobody was there. There was no gate agent. Nobody was there to help us. And I was like pissed because I had been at the airport since six fucking a.m. with my two children. And um, 
like my brother was traveling with us. So he kind of like came a little bit later because mm-hmm. he got pulled over at TSA, obviously. And then <laughs> as he walked in, I said to my brother, we can't get on the fucking flight, even though the flight is right. The plane's right fucking there, but they're saying the gates closed. So we can't go on. Right. I was like, it's not our fault. It was security, whatever. Like we got stuck and it wasn't just us. It was several other people were like not able to get on um, because it was just like a logistic nightmare. And so I was like, I can't fucking believe they're not going to let us on the plane when the plane is right fucking there. And this bitch sitting at the gate, some woman will say mid to late thirties, white woman is sitting in sweatpants and a t-shirt and working on her laptop with headphones on. I don't know what the fuck she was working on, like a term paper. And she goes, that's what it means when the gate is closed, that you can't get past the gate. It doesn't matter if the flight is not there. I turned my head and I said, mind your fucking business and put your headphones back on, bitch. And she said, well, you're loud enough and everybody can hear. And I said, I was talking to my family member. It's none of your fucking business. Put your fucking headphones back on, bitch. And she was like, she was like, well, isn't it so rude when somebody interrupts your conversation? I said, nobody was talking to you. You are there by yourself. Mind your fucking business. Go curl up at the Chili's and order a side of French fries and work from there. Don't sit here. Yeah, you dumb Go away. And so this started to happen and my kids are crying, by the way, because one, they've literally never seen me yell at anybody like that or curse. And uh, two, we've just missed our flight and we've been awake since like 3 a.m., right? And have you seen you curse before? They've never seen me curse before. Wow. I know. So my husband, because she won't shut the fuck up, I obviously called her Karen multiple times. Uh, and then as soon as she started talking back to me, my husband was like, what's that? I can't hear you. You're too fucking loud. I can't hear you. You're too fucking loud. Oh and he, like, y'all. <laughs> he yelled at her. And then as soon as, of course, he started saying something, she like put her headphones on. But basically all that to say, if I was in Jennifer's shoes, my husband would not even, he wouldn't just like get in the middle of that. He would be like, everybody needs to get the fuck up and get the fuck out of my house. Like the fact that Bill didn't even do that is insane. But what's really pissing me off is that all these men are now mad at Bill for not controlling his wife. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> and you know, that brings us back to New Jersey. That is so New Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The misogyny is just like piping hot, like a fresh slice on New Jersey. Every time they're like, <laughs> how do we just like set everybody back several decades, every single time? Like, Joe Gorga being like, Bill, you should have controlled your wife. Your wife is so out of control. Your wife is, first of all, they keep saying that she called them, called Joe Gorga a crook. They keep flashing the caption. She said he's crooked. Well, I mean, that's (laughs) arguably worse. Like it's like, (laughs) but by the way, it's like true in Jersey. Everybody knows that Joe Gorka doesn't actually do any business. Like he did steal somebody's like before and after pictures. Like he does do those things. So he is a crook. Like I actually do know someone who's worked with him. Oh, do they have rave reviews? (laughs) That is very nice. He, it was one of my best friends from college. Her, her dad has like worked on a couple projects with him. Okay. Well, I know people whose projects he's stolen. Oh, you so do? 
Yes. Yeah, no, I, I believe that he's stolen some. I also just want to say that I, I think he has um, gotten some to completion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I hate that. I Well, the men in Jersey, I do think that the, because the husbands of Jersey, I hear the rumor is, are the only husbands that get paid for being on screen. They really make an effort to like stir shit up. But the way that they're stirring shit up is very confusing to me because- Initially, Melissa and Marge did something to Jen, which Jen, I don't think she deserved because I don't care how shitty somebody is. You don't, they don't always deserve bad things to happen to them, but it was due time for that to happen to Jennifer, right? So they did that. And then Jennifer had a reaction to it and they got mad at her for having a reaction to what they did. And then Melissa got up and charged at Jennifer. And then Joe Gorga is like, you should have controlled your wife because she put her hands on my wife's wrist. Well, my wife was cussing her out at her house. Well, like in what? Joe's school of thought, he should have controlled his wife. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From getting up and not just leave, taking, yeah. like taking yourself out of, out of the situation. I mean, I think that Jen seeing bill react that way means that jen's done this a thousand times like when the cameras weren't rolling like flipped mm. like mm. i think he just i think he just turns that turns his brain off when she does that shit that's mm. not an excuse i just think that he this is not the first time that he's just sat idly by while she rips someone apart yeah well i think that there's you know a chock full of issues there that could be unpacked with just like I'm going to speak culturally because I'm kind of adjacent to that culture. Yeah, sure. And I think that there is there is something to say there, you know, about like the fact that even when he had the affair, Jennifer protected his like reputation and she kept his secrets and she protected her husband and she wanted to make sure that her husband is known as a great, lovely person to her own family and his family and their community. Like Jennifer does a lot of things to protect her husband. And I could see where she gets frustrated because now it's like, well, it's my turn to pop off and maybe you should try protecting me now. Like, how about that? But Bill doesn't function that way because that's just probably not something he's conditioned to do. No, no, no. Do you think that Jen is a bad person for digging around about this girl who may have sucked Evan off at the gymnasium? Poor guy. You don't know. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) A a girl can dream. (laughs) um do i think i mean it's shady as fuck like who does that it's weird yeah. like that is yeah. so weird like like the idea of like going to the local nail salon and being like hey does anyone here know a girl who may or may not have sucked off evan what it's just it's just so it's just, it feels it i love it though because it feels like 2008 housewives yes that's what i love about jersey which i think unfortunately is like missing from oc which is like these people actually know the same people they are actually friends off camera well like i think it's a disease that's spreading across a lot of the franchises mm-hmm. that people don't know each other that's mm-hmm. my biggest issue with Salt Lake city that's yeah. my biggest issue with beverly hills that's my biggest issue with literally all of the franchises except potomac atlanta and well mm-hmm. actually atlanta sort of had that has had that issue in yeah the, past the last seasons. few years yeah but potomac and jersey nail it because they all like legitimately like would hang out if the cameras were down yeah and have mutual friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now do you think that marge is a bad person for digging around about bill i don't well I, 
I do think she's a bad person, but I don't know that she was digging. I think that that information came was like given to her. her. Yeah. No, I think she, I, it's the way it. It sounded like a lot of people just knew about this, mm-hmm. and it was like a it was like a show secret that they just don't talk about. Mm, yeah, I think so too. Now, what about Frank going around and telling the the guys? Oh yeah, I know of a girl who may I, have. I need to see Frank in a floor length gown turning around with a com- <laughs> like with a with a tagline. He is so involved. He's so involved. I'm like you are so involved with your apple teeny. <laughs> more possibly more involved than Dolores. <laughs> yeah. He's emotionally more invested than Teresa. Oh. <laughs> 100%. This is Frank's show. <laughs> oh, I think God. that Frank I don't think Frank is manipulative. I think he was just speaking. I don't think he keeps secrets. Yeah. I think he I just think says he's... everything. <laughs> It's just like a, a nosy, messy little little gal. <laughs> She's yeah. That's it. I need to um, go back though and watch the with the fight at in the end of the first episode because I still am a bit unclear about like why Marge brought that up in that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, it was it doesn't very, really like... make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. And I have to be careful what I say because I am going to be participating in a live show with Marge in a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> it's okay she doesn't listen to this podcast what if they like roll it like a clip from this podcast (laughs) well i think i I think that hey hey marge (laughs) i think i think that she is probably one of the only people that could like hear bad things about her and and still like want to chat yeah that's true she definitely seems like she has a bit of self she has self-awareness i think marge I think the only reason Marge wanted to bring it up on camera is because Marge doesn't like Jennifer. And that's the part that I think is missing. I, I just want her to say, I did this because I don't like you and I want you to suffer. Like just own what you did. It's kind of like how I feel about Ashley Darby. Like Ashley Darby will do things and then she'll come up with other reasons for why she did a thing. And it's like, well, you just did it because you don't like the person. That's it. But right. Marge is like, initially she was like, Oh, it's it's because she's lying. Because Jennifer is saying her life is perfect, but her life is not perfect. And I'm like, her life could be perfect now, even if it wasn't in the past. And that's none of your business. But that was her first thing. And then she was like, well, I'm defending Jackie because Jackie, because uh, Jennifer was digging around about Jackie. And then it turns out that it was actually like Frank and little Joe Benigno that were like talking shit that about- That man, I can't stand. <laughs> I can't stand. Spineless. Spineless that Joe He's like a little jelly donut of a human. <laughs> he's not a jelly donut. Don't diss jelly donuts like that. He's like a, like a he's, what's he's like a chocolate cake donut that's glazed. Like nobody wants it. No, because I just get a slice of cake. Yes, exactly. I could just have Frank. And for some reason, chocolate cake donuts are always so dry, but other cake donuts aren't. The driest. Mm. <laughs> get out of here. Um now, is it fair game, you think, for Marge to keep bringing up Louie's videos every... It's like in her contract this year. She's like, listen, anytime I'm filming, I'm going to talk about Louie. Well, I think the problem... The issue is, is that what, what they can't talk about on the show is social media. And mm-hmm. social media, when that video came out, was like wild. And it's clear that these women are so entrenched in what, what the girls are saying online. One of... They literally were talking about the blogs, quote unquote, like <laughs> in the dinner with the with the men. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like they so, literally were talking about so Dumois. Funny. Yeah, yeah, they did. When um, what's about the I Louis... like the way Frank said Anon. Yeah, yeah, he's like Anon. <laughs> Those little spirit fingers. <laughs> Do you think that Marge is genuinely concerned about Teresa or is she just making content? I think what she's doing is she's like, hey, this is your opportunity to talk about it. There's a mm-hmm. camera. So mm-hmm. why would you not talk about it right now? And then when, because that's how Marge would operate. Mm-hmm. But then with Teresa, like getting so defensive, she's like, it makes you look, it makes it look like things are weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually don't even think what Marge is doing is that manipulative. I think she's literally just trying to be like, use this time as a time to speak on this, because if mm-hmm. not, like you're going to get drilled at it. Like Annie's, Annie's going to ask about it at the reunion. And did she send a cease and desist to Bravo and Cocktails? That's the Ooh. account. Someone might have, because like that video, like is the whole storyline. Well, yeah. and it disappeared. That's true. I All we have if... is screenshots of the image of the men gathering, right. um, the red men <laughs> on the beach. That's uh, that's a requirement to be there. You have to be like have like the skin of a Italian alcoholic to come. <laughs> <laughs> Bloated Italian alcoholic. If your if your blood doesn't bleed, cab sav, you can't. <laughs> like they all look it's... like if you just poked them, that you could drink <laughs> either like Miller Light or cab sav out of their. <laughs> body (laughs) i do think it's like a little sad that every single scene marge has literally every single scene she has been like what about louis it's so crazy about louis these rumors i mean it's insane marge mama (laughs) it's insane she's working a little too hard at it and it doesn't make her look good no it doesn't doesn't. but but i think that they i think she was smartly being like look there's a lot out there about louis Mm -hmm. If you just address one of the things, like it makes him look even better and she won't like, any of them. Yeah, I mean, again, this is Teresa who literally had tabloids talking about her legal troubles. They, she was confirmed that she was probably going to go to jail. But she still thought she wasn't. And no, and <laughs> she sat with Jackie and uh, Caroline and literally denied it and said, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you talking about these magazines? I don't pay attention to them. I've never read them. And she did the same thing. She was like, I've never seen the video. Gia's never seen the video. I'm like, bitch. Gia's seen the video. Gia's seen the video. I bet you she hasn't seen the video, Teresa. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure she's, Teresa She's was literally like, an idiot. Yeah. Just and I think, I think when she, I think her body, she has this like magical X-Men power where like her power is if someone's saying something or she's seeing something that she doesn't like I think her brain shuts down like I think it turns off like I think she just dead eyes just like <laughs> like I, I think, think I think someone saw it it wasn't Teresa <laughs> behind the eyes but like I think she just has this bizarre disassociation that she can do when things are bad yeah I think Alexia from Miami has the same thing it, they completely they fully turn their brain off <laughs> she's like cuban teresa is alexia that's what she is they look the same exact same face the only thing that's different is alexia's hairline isn't sprouting out of her eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> teresa's hairline is like the ninth wonder of the world <laughs> it's, it's gotten better i think she had to have done something she got it lasered but does she <laughs> so you <don't... laughs> yes <laughs> Did 
is like is there part of her forehead that like has stubble no that's not what laser is i know but laser isn't like permanent permanent mm-hmm, it is i thought things grew back like peach fuzz mm, they can but i mean peach fuzz... like growing peach fuzz like around her forehead because that's like yeah. where her hairline used to be yeah i'm sure i'm sure and she probably like uh you know does a little dermaplaning and gets rid of it yeah. i'm speaking from experience of doing the same to my mustache oh great yeah but I mean, my I mustache was certainly not as robust. Did you, as move your mus- did you move your mustache up or down? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I made it a full goatee. Like you want like a little like John Waters moment? <laughs> yeah, I did it, John Waters. <laughs> who knows, who needs to contour when they can just have a... <laughs> right, a permanent <laughs> lip liner. <laughs> Any other thoughts about Jersey before we head down to Miami? Oh my God. I didn't even realize we were talking about Miami. I can't wait. Um, no. Okay, great. <laughs> I know you loved Miami this season. It was so good. It was so refreshing. It was so, it bordered on boring at times, which is refreshing. <laughs> it's so nice. It's so nice to be able to like play my like game on my phone while I'm watching Miami and not, and know that I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Like, I just miss, I just miss good just good quality seasons I think the women are dynamic I think Mm -hmm. there is a lot of more exciting things to come in the future they also a lot of them do organically know each other I think the only Mm -hmm. woman that doesn't know the the crew and that's why she didn't kind of work is Nicole but oh you think Nicole didn't work her drama felt forced to me and I Mm -hmm. if if everyone like literally everyone kind of is accusing her of being two-faced and it's like it makes me believe it and something I didn't think that was weird until the reunion was I didn't realize how weird it was that she had did like the whole people article about her engagement. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. weird. Mm. She was fam- famously on the show being like, I literally would be fine never getting married, blah, blah, blah. I don't want all this to go from that to like literally minutes after the engagement, like a people, a people magazine article. It's like, who are you also to get a- You're not famous enough for that, but mm-hmm. what? like a photo shoot they did like a photo shoot for people Mm. and they're also so wealthy like they're the the wealthiest couple there and like because that that house is like that house is like 20 million dollars something they sold it for something insane yeah just like so rich you know it's funny my very first uh line of like my notes say nicole do you think she wants to be on tv or do you think she genuinely wants their friendship (laughs) and you already answered it i don't even know she wants I can't even figure out if she wants to be on TV or not, to be honest with you. Like, she doesn't seem to be into it, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, like, I don't know. I wonder if it's a bit of like a a fun pastime. She's a, she's a doctor, like, and a mom, like she's got a lot going on. And maybe it's just been fun to be able to be a housewife for a little bit, just because it gets her out of the house. I don't know. I wonder who like recommended her because, you know, they need to be like recommended by somebody. Like right. obviously Julia was likely Adriana's biggest mistake because I think production met Julia and we're like, we don't need you Adriana on the show. It's fine. Um, Julia, Julia grew me though. In the beginning, I was confused at why she was there because I didn't <laughs> think she contributed anything. And then as the season went on, I really did fall in love with her. And you can tell Andy is obsessed with her. Obsessed. She has like a, she's the most normal looking person, certainly on the stage. Like she looks her age. She's yeah. stunning, but you know, like her boobs aren't up to her eyeballs. Like mm-hmm. it's, she just, she's aging like a regular woman. Her face actually moves. 
you know, she's got like forehead wrinkles and it's, it's kind of refreshing. Not trying, listen to this ladies. It's because she's not trying to please a man. Mm. Oh my God. That is such I'm a serious. good point. That's such like, a good point. Look at her, put her next to Lisa. Why oh. do you think Lisa did all the things? And no. guess what he still did? Cheated on her. Okay. That man Let's does not love, that Lisa. man does not love her. Okay. Do you think the, a lot of, um, Twitter, and I just don't know if I just, am like a, in a twisted, weird corner of Twitter, but people think that Lenny's kind of a daddy. Yeah. I saw, I saw like Steve or someone post about that. I'm like, uh, I mean, I don't think he's like ugly, but mm-hmm. I do think he is like, like orc adjacent. <laughs> Like in ten years, he might look like the orc. like the like head of the okay. Orcs. And orc is, in my opinion, the ugliest form of a human being. No, I agree. I, what I mean is, like, I think he's not orc yet, but I think he could be orc in ten years. Like, if you, if if he, if he was not a plastic surgeon, he would look look orc. Okay, one hundred percent, exactly. Like that forehead would just go. He's beat the odds. He's got orc in his DNA. His 23 and me is like 70% orc. Yeah. You know, the orc with the really fucked up face in Lord of the Rings. And he like, <laughs> he, you know, he's not like, he doesn't look like an orc. He looks like a white person. Like he like, he's like almost blonde and he has like one yes. eye small, one eye big. Yes. You know the one I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm sorry. I don't remember his name. And, and, and I'm sending my love and condolences to that actor who I just like fully <laughs> said is the ugliest person alive, but I feel like, I feel like if he stopped the Botox, like in 20 years, that would be him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he does have, he does have a weirdly like kind of hot dad bod. I, I, I see it. Okay. I'm not into he it. It's like yeah, a kind of like a little, just a little bit of a gut, but it's like kind of a, a hot gut. It's like a solid gut. Yeah. 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 So I, it I doesn't look like it. it jiggles. I feel like he also has a huge dick. I think they talked about that on, I think they talked about that on the early seasons of the show. It feels familiar to me that she like talked about his big dick. Okay. Big dick orc daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Boob God. Also like, whoa, boob God. I mean, (laughs) Julia is, looks the best too, because she doesn't go, like she doesn't have the same plastic surgeon. Everyone literally Mm -hmm. looks the same in Miami. Mm -hmm. I like, Mm -hmm. there is a, there is a Miami aesthetic to plastic surgery. Yeah. I've never really noticed that in New York City. Like, I have a lot. A lot of my friends have Botox, but like, mm-hmm. no one has like real like work work. Yeah. Like even the women on Roni, like none of them have like they don't look like they all yeah. go to the same doctor. Yeah, of course. Like Beverly Hills does. Like Brandy Glanville is like is what plastic surgery looks like there. That's rough. But you know who has good plastic surgery is Kyle. Kyle goes to someone great. A magician. Well, she goes to, now she goes to uh, Dorit's person. I mean, Dorit's plastic surgeon is amazing. But to me, she doesn't have that much. (gasps) What? To me, it's like all makeup. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's a lot of makeup on her. Because I Mm -hmm. think you would, if you saw her at a Starbucks without makeup on, you would be like, hey, I think they called your, like, you wouldn't know who that was. (laughs) Like, I really think she would be unrecognizable. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Ter- Kyle's got amazing plastic surgery. It's, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, Miami, the girls are really looking like, you know, 
Mama Elsa, may the Lord rest her soul. Her face is a face that I feel like most people in Miami will eventually look like because oh, of Lisa the insane like work that. that they've gotten done. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Marisol is heading down that road. Marisol has, well, Teresa has no forehead. Marisol has enough for everyone. Like, <laughs> if you look at it, never has a small, a small person had such a large, a long ass head. That face she's is like, long. Her, she's that, just, her cocky cup is like the same length <laughs> as her head. I'm like, what? I know. And they kept being like, you did great, Marisol. You really kept your mom's energy alive. I was like, did she though? Like she just had props. Like, I don't know if Marisol really did anything. I will say she was, I did actually think she was fun. I didn't remember her being fun. I remember her being boring. I remember her being boring with a funny mom. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Like she she felt fun to me. It did make me sad when Lisa started talking about Lenny and that marriage is just on its way to disaster. No, and I mean, guys, if you're listening and you're in a mar- in a relationship and you think that making a decision like children is going to fix anything, never do that. Never. No. That and is the, the worst reason to have children. The fact that she had fertility issues and Lenny told her that she's not taking wanting to have children seriously and that he wanted to leave her, I was like, um, how tight is that prenup that like you couldn't leave? Because goodness, like I I just was watching Gertie's face be like, holy shit. Like, why would you ever put up with uh, somebody like that? I think Gertie said something like marriage isn't supposed to be conditional. And like, it's very much sounds like Lisa. I mean, but Lisa is such a, I love her because she's just dumb enough and petty enough, but like not so much that she'll let it carry over multiple episodes. You know, like she's mm. she'll get into a fight with you. Like even the episode where she got into a fight about the rooms with Alexia in the Hamptons. By the end of that episode, she was like snuggling in bed with Marisol and Alexia because she's right. just like. And that that she's to me, dumb. she that to me is really good for a housewife. That's yeah, what I, I really agree. like about all the girls in Miami. Um, except for Adriana, cause she takes it way too seriously. And I feel like Larsa does too, but they're all just so stupid that it makes it more fun to watch. Cause I'm like, nothing you're going to say is going to be that important or like, they're not even problematic in a way to me that requires like deep diving. They're just that light and fresh, stupid, yep. petty shit. Right. I, I, I completely agree. Like even, okay, let's talk about Alexia. She's got this like telenovela life. Well, I have an issue with her. Oh yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, I like her mm-hmm. and I was, I was the biggest surprise of 2022 was that she was a member of uh, Obama's like Miami like crew. I mean, <laughs> that was shocking to me. Yeah. I mean, sure. I just, I thought she bled Trump. Yeah. Which I guess that doesn't, that doesn't mean that she doesn't, but yeah. I really, I'm like, I don't know who your PR person is that led you down this path, but it's not a good look to be speaking about the case with your son and speaking so confidently that he's innocent. This is a, this is a man, a man that has beat the living shit out of a homeless person. I didn't even know. Yeah. And like has a, a history of like, like sporadic behavior. Yeah. Like screaming matches with your now husband. Like it's not that far fetched on paper that he would do something like this. Like it's important to listen to, like, can you imagine being like the victim's parents watching this? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's just not a good look. And and like, it's not that hard to just be like, I can't, I can't talk about it. Yeah. She could have just I, said that. Yeah. I think Alexia is, I mean, she, she's truly an example of like, ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is delusion because she just like, even when she talks about like Herman, mm-hmm. right. So first I was like, okay, she's talking about the fact that like, she did know that Herman had these rumors and she had addressed it with him and stuff. But in previous seasons, people have asked her about it point blank. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like, so she, she's good at saying what needs to be said in that moment. But I don't think that Alexia is ever really honest about what's going on. I I think that she like lives in like toxic positivity. Like she's, she's not a good person person to have around somebody like Peter because Mm -hmm. Peter seems like he would take advantage of that with his mom and I mean he does right like even if you think about Peter as an individual who is very fucked up but he was yeah he's the son of a king like a drug kingpin then his mom (laughs) aren't we all (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and His mother marries this really wealthy, well-known guy. I don't know. What was Herman? What did he do? Was he like the mayor of New- of Miami? What was he? She keeps saying he was political. I, I should have Googled it. I could have, but I just I, also didn't care enough. He was, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I actually literally don't care. All I care about is top or bottom. I need to know all the <laughs> internet, the, se- the sex with him. I feel like he's a big old bottom sitting on dicks all around uh the fort lauderdale gay scene (laughs) (laughs) wilton manors if you ever if you ever are in fort lauderdale they have great gay bars and and the ghost of herman haunts them to this day (laughs) she marries this guy who's ultra rich he also he's like a small child and he hears these rumors right about his stepdad and then his brother gets into this like horrific accident. Like, and he's, his mother is a woman who literally never talks about it. She never talks about the shit that's going on in her life. She doesn't try to like fix it or she just, she has this, like, I believe that you should be positive. Yes. Like I have a child who has also gone through traumatic brain injury. So I get it like that you, but you also have to be realistic, right? Like you have to like live in reality and right. Alexia doesn't and Peter is not benefiting from that in any way he is just getting worse and worse and she doesn't really see that like she still views it as like even her she was like oh you know like when he did that thing with the homeless person like his brother had gotten into this like horrific accident like that's not an excuse to do that or even now with like this these allegations against if they I guess he dropped them but like if he did did yeah if he did do that, or if he does something like that again, she could say like, oh, well, he was really sad because, you know, his grandmother died. Like she's always has an excuse for why bad things are happening that take accountability away from the person who might be doing the bad things. And that's the but, stuff that like drives me crazy about Alexia. Well, right. And also like on, I'm not, I'm certainly not a doctor um, or a therapist, but like if your inclination is to act physically violent whenever bad mm-hmm. things happen to you in your life like there that there's a problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah. if that really is why he hurt the homeless person like that's bad like you as a human being we can't just like have see bad things want to go out into the street and just like kill that he gives me full like christian bale american psycho vibes mm-hmm. 
Mm, yeah, yeah. He freaks me totally. out. His eyes yeah. are scary. Like there is there is darkness in his eyeballs. He's a terrifying person. Yeah. And hot. <laughs> <laughs> he's hot. It's okay. What a twist. He is hot. I mean, he's a dick. And I would I mean, so is so is Christian Bale in American Psycho. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you you can be hot and a sociopath. Yeah, totally. What are your thoughts on Larsa Pippen? I love that we I feel like we're living in the multiverse because we got <laughs> we we got and what you know how Noella was crafted as a bra, yeah. as a housewife? Yeah. Larsa was crafted in the same facility but for e reality stars. Like <laughs> like boring like so boring. So much plastic surgery no emotion like she's None. literally built in a lab to be on on <laughs> e so it's a miracle that we got her on bravo to be honest with you <laughs> what and a so crossover seeing, seeing the style the style of an e reality show mixed within a bravo is kind of fun <laughs> it's like fun to see her stoicism towards life against like someone like adriana like it, 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 it's fun it's hilarious and, and also Larsa like doesn't give a fuck no. she's like this is a literal marketing opportunity for my OnlyFans. That is why I did it. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And she said on Watch It Up Live that she's gotten so many more subscribers post this. And she was already making, what was it, $10,000 a day or something? Yeah. That bitch is so rich. And that's not even including the Scottie Pippen checks. Yeah. And yeah. for those still, I feel like, I feel like some people don't completely realize that Scottie Pippen is like one of the biggest, like, we all yeah. get that Scottie Pippen is like one of the most famous basketball players. Yeah, like time. if you think about Michael Jordan, you do think about Scottie Pippen. Like yeah. that is That's that goes team. hand in hand. Yeah, right. She's so fucking wealthy, and it's just kind of fun to see someone who's rich and boring on the show. Yeah, she doesn't want to be there because even at the end, they're like going around talking about like what they want to do, whatever. <laughs> money. And she's like, "I just want to make more money." I was like, "Okay." She wants to get up and fucking work. You got to go to work, <laughs> and you have. To to go to your job okay that's what that's what she does <laughs> well we know who her mentor is so uh-huh. that makes she, sense who works her ass off apparently yeah i don't know why but in my notes the very last line about miami i have here is dick pearls your thoughts okay i was actually gonna bring that up because i was <laughs> shocked by the logistics of that me too me too i like does it go in your urethra no, I think it's like a ribbed for your pleasure type thing. Like, I think they put them like in the shaft. So when sex is happening, like it feels like, a, like, you know, like the vibrators that have like yeah. shit on them. Not I got shit, it. but you got it. Yeah, yeah. you know, knickknacks. Yeah, knickknacks. Nooks and crannies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's like that. Like, I think that it just gives that sensation. But I, what I don't understand is how it's pleasurable for him. I mean, yeah that's, that's why the I was part like, that doesn't make any sense to me yeah that's why i was like okay well if it's in his urethra i understand because then i guess there's maybe like an extra friction maybe well, that's say, what it is well they say that that's why people get penis piercings is because it say it like makes it sex feel better but which i don't understand because on a penis piercing like it literally is in the the dick head hole and like comes out of it like that that yeah. what about that is gonna feel good i just am afraid of things getting caught you know 
Of course. Or <laughs> magnets. <Ouch>. Magnets. <laughs> magnets. I just love that your mind went to magnets. Like, like uh, did you see the most recent Fast and Furious movie? No, I did not, Tom. Okay, well, the whole plot. First of all, I've seen none of them, and I went and saw this one in theaters. Mama, I was lost. <laughs> I was like, I thought I could hop in, but I don't think I can hop in for the ride, and I don't think I can because they kept talking about things, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Regardless, the whole the whole story was like magnets are taking over the world. Like they had like magnets that would like pull cars like through buildings. That's how strong the magnets were. Now. All I could think about the whole time was like, what happens to all the bitches in London with piercings? Like, are these dick. magnets? Well, just any part of your body. Like, are, is metal being ripped off of people's body parts? Like, every time this truck drives by? Like, if, if, if it's pulling a car, it's strong enough to take someone's nipple piercing and pull through the shirt. Okay, in a shocking turn of events, the name of this episode is going to be Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, the idea of like, <laughs> so that's the world that you're afraid of. Like, what happens to all the Prince Alberts? <laughs> <laughs> what does Prince Albert have? Isn't that what a Prince Albert is a dick piercing? That's what it's called? Yes, Tom, even I know that. You need to know, you need to know when you said Prince Albert, I thought Prince Andrew and I thought, <laughs> I thought, oh no. Because <laughs> first I, I was like, did Jeffrey Epstein pierce Prince Andrew's dick hole? And then I was like, wait, why are we naming a piercing after a sexual predator? I just want to tell the listeners that it's like 5 p.m. on a Friday and both of us are totally sober. Yeah, I am. I would, I would like some <laughs> wine soon, but... Okay, speaking of dicks, do you think that Lars Adriana saw Kanye West's donger? So, uh, <laughs> I think I think that I don't think she saw Kanye West. I think what happened was is she saw a black man's penis and she had just seen Kanye West and she's just dumb enough and racist enough to be like, I saw a black dick. I just like that she kept being like, it's so thick. It's so, it's like, okay. Although I'll give it to her. The picture in front of the bathroom, that is weird. I know. But I wish, I kind of wish the picture was taken after that she saw the dick. Like the picture itself is so weird because even the way he's like shaking her hand, it's like. (laughs) He was, he was, he was hot. Um, Okay. Like that era of him, I thought he was so hot. There was a there was an appeal, yes, but I guess. <laughs> I wonder. I, just, I love that in all of this. One of the funniest things is uh, so Larsa won't admit that things with her and Kim are good. She says, "Yeah, we're getting there." She hasn't followed me on Instagram, but she's talking to Kanye <laughs> to be like, "Hey, by any chance, when you went to Art Basel a couple of years ago?" But also, I want I want to be like. Hey girl, I think I know why Kim doesn't follow you. You're texting <laughs> her. Her. It's not like this reunion was filmed like two years ago. This reunion was. There's a lot going on right now. Like, I don't know that it's awesome to be like, to be trying to repair your friendship with Kim, and also in the same breath being like, Kanye and I were talking about you. Like, <laughs> that would that would further. If I was Kim, first of all, I would be working. 
first of all, yeah. if I was Kim, we, yeah, I, I would be working right because <laughs> yeah. I work nonstop. Nonstop. But besides that, I would be mad that my friend who I thought I was referring a friendship with is talking to my sociopathic ex-boyfriend or ex. Yeah, I did really crack up at Adriana thinking she did a thing by pulling out cookies from her little blue lunchbox and giving Tate's them cookies. Shout out to Tate's. Those are one thousand percent. Tate's chocolate co- chocolate chip cookies. I could and recognize that container. I could a mile see, away. I could taste the butter. <laughs> I like I want I can, them now. Now I can feel the grease on my fingers. I fucking love Tate's cookies. You could get a sleeve down in 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 like five minutes. It's easy. Yeah, it's like They're chips. so fucking good. They're like chips. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Do you like? I controversially like the oatmeal raisin better. I've never had oatmeal raisin tates. Right. Well, I highly suggest. I don't, I don't uh, mind an oatmeal raisin cookie. I think mm. that they get a bad rep. Um, I think they're actually, oh, great. I think I, they're one of the best cookies. I'm a texture bitch and I love some that texture is great for me. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I agree. Also, I'm like an adult and I appreciate the fiber. Sure. Yeah. You, you can shit. You can shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the brand wherever I can get it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the title of the episode. <laughs> I also thought, like, Larsa didn't want to be there, even at the end when they're all, like, hugging and smiling and laughing. Larsa's standing there so <laughs> awkward. And I felt so bad for Lisa because I feel like Lisa probably the whole time was like, I should sit next to Marisol because I'm actually friends with them. But Lisa, unfortunately, got the bad lighting. <laughs> I also... She was right. She did have different yeah, lighting. She did. Because after she pointed it out, I looked at it and I was like, I think what happened was I think Andy is looking a little old these days and the mm-hmm. light was bright on Daddy mm-hmm. Andy. Mm-hmm. And it was bleeding. And you saw it was like it was like his light was like oh. and then like it was like bleeding onto the people sitting next to him because yeah. it was so bright. I thought she looked good though. Like I thought she looked she dewy. Beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. I and I do think that dewy. she looked she looked better than in the season because it looked like she definitely got that like extra filler drained. But I felt so bad for her because they did this like whole segment of her and her marriage and she's so upset and she's so sad. And then they cut to break and she turns to Larsa and she's like, do you think that, do you think that it sounds like my husband doesn't love me? Like she's poor thing is like really having a moment and they cut to Andy slouched in his chair, you know, like, the way he like yeah. slouches between cuts. It's like, oh, this is a good reunion. His- yeah <laughs> yeah guys i love this reunion and poor lisa's like my lighting sucks and my husband hates me she's so sad to me also yeah. i love when larsa was like what else do we have to talk about <laughs> <laughs> she's like what else is there to talk about <laughs> like she was ready to get out i did also love the balenciaga um dress gate isn't that yeah balenciaga yeah yeah um and I love that Larsa was like, yeah, I saw it. And I thought, I was like, yeah, I should wear that. I would probably wear it better. Yeah, straightforward. <laughs> because like Larsa is so secure in who she is against somebody like Adriana that she just, she's like, yeah, no problem. And I could crush that. She's absolutely right. Yeah, 100%. Adriana Adri- looked like she put on, she like was wearing mom's clothes. Like it didn't look like. <laughs> she owned those clothes yeah she looked like she just like hopped into mom's closet and put on the dress and was like take a quick picture of me before mom gets home i do love adriana though actually (laughs) she's a disaster i love (laughs) her she's such a disaster actually i'm happy for her and that guy you think they're actually together yeah what am i supposed to 
don't don't ruin everything for me. Are they not? You think it's for the show? Yeah, of course. Adriana was like, come on, you get to ride this like PJ with my really rich friend, Nicole. Come on through. And that guy, Jacob, was like, I got nothing going on. Let me just hop on. Well, I mean, Miami is full of scammers. That's all. Exactly. Yes. It's in the water. Exactly. I love Larsa versus Adriana because it's the only place where Larsa shows any energy. Like if she has to talk to any smart person, she just like shuts down. But with a dumbass like Adriana, she's like, yeah, sure, I could do this. And she just that's like where really where Larsa shines. And it's so fun to watch. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Do you think the whole cast stays together for next season? I think Larsa's out. I feel like she's not going to film anymore. Oh, no, I, I think she'll be in. I think the whole cast will be back. I, I just okay. need Kiki as a actual friend of. Even if they don't put her as a friend of, even if they just have Kiki in the background of every single scene, just giving she, us space. Only she exclusively talks about dick and cocktails. That's all she talks about. <laughs> she's like, why am I here if I'm not getting dick? if i'm not drunk or getting dick why i should have just stayed home yeah that's literally her her motto yeah what else do you want to talk about with miami before we wrap up one final thing watching miami makes me want to go to miami but every time i go to miami i hate i know you hate it i know that's that's a struggle i have yeah some friends some friends are we're planning a trip and we're trying to kind of like last minute in a couple months we're going somewhere and i was like trying to get a house in like fire island or Mm p-town is i would say three to four times more expensive than it is to just go to miami yes yes like the airbnbs with like a pool like on the bay in miami are like yeah are for eight people are like five hundred dollars a night not per person like the whole thing yeah and in fire island it's eighteen hundred dollars a night Yes, correct. So, um, it's appealing. I want to go again. I'm probably I'll probably end up going in a couple months and be mad that I did it. But I actually <laughs> really like Fort Lauderdale. I think the last time I went to Miami was maybe twenty plus years ago. But recently, my child has requested a vacation in Miami. I'm like, what are you going to do there? Go to the Versace <laughs> Mansion? What the fuck do you want to do there? He was like, I want to go to Florida. I want to go to a beach in Florida. I said, great, cool. Bet we're going to go to Jacksonville, Florida, where we have cousins. You can go. And he was like, no, I want to go to Miami. And I was like, the fuck are we going to do there? You're He's eight. like sipping martinis at the fountain bar. <laughs> bar. <laughs> Using like those vending machines, the fountain blue <laughs> vending machines. Yes. What are you going to get? <sighs> well, Tom, this has been lovely. Um, I just love you so much. I love you too. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Can you, you already told everybody where you could be found. I did. I did. If you've gotten <laughs> to this part, you definitely already heard me mid mid pod plug. Um, <laughs> but you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. You can follow uh, the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. And uh, we have episodes every Friday. And rate, review, to, subscribe to all the podcasts you love. It is a, a very free and um, useful tool for a content creator so go do that yeah one more thought before we wrap up tom i want you to know that the weekend that the louis video came out was the same weekend that we got to hang out together last summer oh really did we talk mm-hmm. about it at that dinner no it happened literally that night when we were together and oh doing did all we watch kinds it? of antics that no we didn't oh but it came out like that night the next morning we were all in bed and we're like why why did we not talk about this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we also need to do that again. Well, you're the one that told me you can't do anything in March. Okay. 
that your March weekends There's too are many full. birthdays. There's okay. too many birthdays. I just, I'm I'm op- I'm avail- very avail right now. I know. All right, I'll find you. Don't worry. I know where you live. Okay, guys. Well, it's been great. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. The reality is, is now on Patreon, and here are some of our fabulous supporters. Jesse Willis. I may not run in traffic, but I'll give you a run for your money. Rody. When you work in quality assurance, perfection comes easy. Tori Tuchillo. When Tori steps on the scene, you are his story. Eugene Henderson. In the game of life, I choose Jeopardy. Maria M. Where I come from, they sing God Save the Queen. The truth is, it's actually me. Becca Simon. If you can't stand the heat come to minnesota jill hirsch your petty drama can't take this warrior down jamie all some people call me cold but it's not me it's that minnesota weather sarah gibbs you may not like the cut of my jet but that's what you get from sarah gibbs richie d if you can't be cool you can't be with caduce megan shaw i may be a model but i'll never be your model minority samaj bledson the fun bus is here and i'm driving on the turn Pike. Eleanor Manning. I run with a fabulous circle of people, and they're not even on my payroll. Danny McLaughlin. First, I came out, and now I'm coming for everything. Kelly Paper. I may be from down under, but don't ever underestimate me. Seiran Hayati. In Sweden, we have ABBA, IKEA, and if you mess with me, some other four-letter words. Jessica Riley. Where I come from, money can buy you anything, but I'll take the garbage plate. Chastity Davis. Don't be fooled by my name. The only thing I abstain from is your bullshit. Sarah Watkins, Philstein. Playtime is over. This mom means business. Laura Zielinski. Whether it's breast pumping or fist bumping, this mama brings the party. Jill Walsh. I made it up the hill myself and I'll kick any jack off. And finally, diamonds aren't a girl's best friend. John Friedman is.